Coming to you live from deep within inside the Wrestle House. My name is Carl Carafel alongside Bubba Duke, and welcome to another edition of Turnbuckle Talk. This edition of Turnbuckle Talk, yes, is a little bit late. We had some te technical difficulties uh, to start, but we are here, and we really have no game plan this week. We're just going to kind of talk a little bit about the day one pay-per-view that happened and uh, see where things go from there. So full transparency for everyone as uh, as you saw at the very beginning there, Ed coming in with uh, rest in peace, Betty White, as well as Ed saying that he wish he could stay, but he's got to watch the incredible North American Cruiserweights title match that is happening over on NXT. And he wishes us a great show. And then our good friend Joe, Mighty Joe, coming in saying it's time. It's time. It's time for Turnbuckle Talk. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome to everybody. Thank you for coming by, Bubba Duke. Give me a little bit about Betty White from uh, your perspective here, brother. Oh, Betty White. Um, first seen her, obviously, on Golden Girls, obviously, because, I mean, that's the age I was when that came out. Right. Um, but I did some research on Betty White throughout my, my years, my 40 years of living, and found out that the woman could sing. Yes. She was a model. Yes. Uh not only that, but she was a great actress. Yes. Uh, has tons of accolades to her name and tons of shows that she's done. And was married to the late, great... Ah, oh, his name just slipped my mind. Oh, no. But he did the, the word search games. And back in, the, back in the 70s, he did all those... Brought all those games in, like Password. And he started all those games. And okay. they had a beautiful, beautiful uh, marriage. Uh, they were, as far as I'm concerned, they were the happiest couple in the uh, Hollywood industry of movies and TV. True legend, yes. Mighty Joe coming in saying, Betty White, a true legend. If you disagree, you're wrong. I agree 100%. <laughs> um, unfortunately, she died, what, 17-ish days before her birthday. As far as I'm concerned, the lady made it to 100 years old. And you know what I mean? Like, that's just. But yeah, she was she was like Marilyn Monroe, basically, for her for her day. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> she she definitely was. So I'm going to put this up on the screen here right now. Just a photo here go. of Betty White with the big show and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon on stage yeah. as uh, Betty White actually hosted an episode of Monday Night Raw during her uh, brief little appearance on the show on stage here with the big show. She uh, was quoted as saying, I'm here and I'm going to kick some ass or I'm here to kick some ass is what she <laughs> said. Um, just listening to different interviews and stuff over the years that Betty White has done. She was an absolute gem and yes. loved life, not just yeah. loved life, but she loved life, meaning she loved animals. She loved people. And she yeah. was always a very positive person and never wanted to see somebody in a difficult situation or see somebody uh, not happy because yeah. she was overly happy and joyful throughout her entire life. And she credits that as being one of the reasons why she was able to live as long as she did, which yeah, 
a beautiful long life with so many memories. It is just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, she she always had that that spark for if you weren't happy or you were kind of sad, she would get you in a better mood. And she Definitely, really didn't have to do yeah. much. Nope. Nope. Like, I was just going to say that. When, she didn't have to do much at all. I remember being sad and upset when I was in high school. And what was the first thing I did? Betty White specials. And within five minutes, I was rolling on the ground laughing. Right? Says, how could you it not? It was contagious. Very contagious. Yeah. And that's honestly, the other how thing could you not? Betty White never did. She never held back any punches. She told you how it was regardless. And you had to respect a woman for that. Like, that's just awesome. Oh, yeah. She you definitely you, you did. No yeah. doubt about that. She will be missed. And thank you, Betty White, not only for being a friend, but for being there for everybody in this world that needed a laugh. Speaking of laughs. No, I can't really say that. This pay-per-view, the WWE oh. Day <laughs> 1, wasn't too bad. No. It really wasn't. And I know that a lot of people like to kind of uh, crap all over the WWE and especially with stuff that they've done and stuff that they're doing and yeah. what have you, right? But this wasn't too, too bad. I'm going to start off with the pre-show matchup. There was only one pre-show. lasted nine minutes and 45 seconds. A little bit of a kind of maybe confusing type of situation happening here because we had Sheamus and Ridge Holland taking on Cesaro and Ricochet with Sheamus and Ridge Holland defeating Cesaro and Ricochet by pinfall. Now, Sheamus and Cesaro have, have had, uh, yes, their differences, but they've, they've been tag team. They've been, you know, great together. And now all of a sudden you're pitting them against each other. What do you think about that? Dude, you, you can't put the bar against each other. That's crazy, right? I can understand putting the bar against the other two young guys. I can I could see that happening. Sure. Not a problem. But splitting them up and having them go against each other? A little confusing. Yeah, that would be kind of I'd be like scratching my head going. And I missed the pre-show, so. On a pre-show. Yeah, I missed. Yeah, and on the pre-show, like you have your two biggest guys. One of, you know, two well, yeah, of the biggest guys. Two of because Cesaro and Sheamus, I mean, I've liked those guys since they started. Right. So, yeah, why would you put those two guys in the pre-show? That's like somewhere you put, like, the cruiserweight guys. Or match number three that happened on the card, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss, or even just Madcap Moss versus somebody else other than Drew yeah. McIntyre. That maybe could have been a pre-show. But again, Ridge Holland is kind of a new guy that's come in. Okay. Right. So give him a little bit of a showcase, I guess. Um, I, I understand that. Give him a little bit of a showcase on the pre-show. Cool. Okay. I'm okay with that. I yeah. would have even been okay if they had Ridge Holland and versus Madcap Moss. And then maybe Seamus and Cesaro, the bar, taking on Ricochet and somebody else. You know, kind of, kind of a little bit, a little bit. Drew McIntyre, there you go. Yeah, that could have even worked. That I mean, a little bit, epic. a little bit weird in the booking, I would say, but 
It is what it is. Plugo. Hey, <laughs> Plugo, my friend. What is going on? Plugo so coming into the, the Twitch chat and saying, my boys, what's happening? Hey, you know, you know, another edition of Turnbuckle Talk. That's what's happening. Yeah, buddy. If you guys are not following Love Wrestling over on Twitch, that's where the majority of all the shows happen. Make sure you're going over there and finding Love Wrestling over on Twitch. If uh, I do believe it's Love Wrestling CA over on Twitch that you're going to go and take a look at. Taking a look at the first matchup on the main card. We had 17 minutes and five seconds. A matchup between the Usos, Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso, the champions, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, taking on the New Day, Kofi Kingston and King Woods. Yes, King, King Woods. I can never get tired of hearing that. Great <clears throat> matchup. My goodness, it. The New Day has always been able to work very, very well together. The Usos, same thing, right? Like that's, they've grown up in the business. They've done this for so long together. They know what they're doing. These two teams, I could watch them once a week. Not every day, once a week. I could yeah. watch a good 18 to 25 minute matchup between those two teams. You're not wrong, Carl. The they the Usos themselves are incredible. Yeah. And then you throw in the New Day, who's been around for as long as I can remember. But and and it, it doesn't matter what version of the New Day you get, you know you're getting a wrestling match, which is good because that means that you could put those guys together any which way, and you're going to get a good match and entertainment. You gotta admit, the new day is entertaining. They are. We told you at the beginning of this show that uh, the direction of this could absolutely go haywire and go anywhere. I'm gonna take things a little bit of a different direction right now. We're talking okay. about the Usos working so freaking well together. How awesome! How freaking awesome would it be? If we could get a matchup between the Usos and the Briscoes. <gasps> Dude, <laughs> that would be a riot. And I mean a riot. People would go <sighs> mental. I, You know what? I think they would too. You've got a byproduct of the WWE. You've got a byproduct of Ring of Honor. The two of them clashing together. Although we have seen clashes from wwe and ring of honor and wwe and impact and stuff like yes. that or with other guys that have come in but could you imagine that matchup of the usos versus the freaking briscoes as plugo says we call that the moist maker <laughs> oh, oh, oh no oh, doubt, i'm right? salivating just thinking about this right now but do you really think that WWE would capitalize on that moneymaker? No, they wouldn't. Depends on who is looking to capitalize on it, I think. If we have a uh, VKM trying to capitalize on it, 
No, it won't happen. If we have an HHH, a Triple H, possibly I could okay. see him capitalizing on such an amazing just opportunity. Sign them to a sort of short contract and right. That's all you need. Money and get rid of them. That's all you need. Hand over, hand over a, f- a couple of bucks to, uh, uh, eh, no pun intended, young bucks. Hand over a few dollars <laughs> over to the uh, to the Briscoes and say, hey, Royal Rumble's coming up. We want we want to make us we want to have a surprise at the Royal Rumble. There that's not just somebody in the Rumble that's making a surprise entrance. Let's Somebody surprise the hell out of everybody. Have you guys in for one match? Because we know right now you have no contract with Ring of Honor. True, right? Let's yeah. just get the Usos out there going. Open challenge. We, nobody's here for us. We do, we our our tag championships are fine. Nobody's ever going to take these from us. And then and then music from the Briscoes. The Briscoes, dude, dude, dude. Right. We. Yeah, I would. Yeah, sign me up. Take my money. Here you go. Just, just take my cards. Take it all. So, to anybody that may be listening from within the WWE workings, please get a hold of me at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and we can discuss writing. We can discuss it. Yes, there will be a, a, a payment involved, but we can discuss some writing. Oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> dude. That, that would be mind-blowing, bro. Yeah, I would definitely just hand over my cards like, here you go, take my bank card, take my visa, debit, take everything. Right? Just take, take it all. It. Yeah, take it take all. It. And if you haven't figured it out by now, yes, the Usos defeated the New Day to retain and keep their WWE SmackDown tag team championships does that bug you though no are you upset about that really no 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 it doesn't bother me no me either the storyline that's going on with with uh the 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 bloodline is right gold right now yeah no it definitely is it definitely (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we could have afforded but the damn budget says pluggo if Pluggo would stop blowing the damn oh, yeah. budget, there yeah. might have been Pluggo. some money for me to be able to <laughs> do something like that. Damn it, Pluggo! I love you, man. I love you. Yeah, we talked about this nice a little guy. bit earlier, but this one here I did not love. We're talking Drew McIntyre taking on Madcap Moss with Happy Corbin in a nine-minute, forty-five-second match that I'm surprised actually went that long. Yeah. But we had Drew McIntyre defeating Madcap Moss, which I, I would have figured would have been a maybe three-minute squash match. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Madcap, if they're trying to maybe elevate this guy a little bit. I don't know. But that match is that match. It is yeah. what it is. What it is, it is. That's another block in the road for our boy Drew McIntyre. Well, I mean, Drew Drew was able to do some really good things during the pandemic times <clears throat> that we're he still was, currently in. He was doing some great stuff 
um, you know, as as champion in the pandemic situation that was going on. Unfortunately, he really didn't get an opportunity to really showcase himself in the way that I think that he should have been able to in front of a packed house, as packed as WWE can make things, a packed house crowd. <laughs> you mean from moving people? <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, but Drew, Drew did some amazing things and yeah, maybe, maybe it was a lot for him because I mean, even though there weren't people there, he was still going all the time, right? It was, it was still a continuous work for Drew McIntyre. And this might be a nice little slowdown for him. We got Mighty Joe over on Twitch talking to Pluggo and not talking about the show going on right now. No. Holy hell. Mighty Joe saying, hey, Pluggo, what's good, brother? <laughs> uh, we love when you guys are talking amongst yourselves as well. Uh, I get to see it. We get to see it. So we, cool. we see the conversations. And if something comes up that I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm going to put that up on screen. Yeah, Mighty Joe, love you. Love you. You know to that. Talk about that. We're going to move on to this next matchup here. This one here, 11 minutes and 15 seconds for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. We had the champions, RK Bro, consisting of Randy Orton and Riddle, taking on the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. This, again, was a good matchup. Um, the Street Profits themselves have, have been a tag team for, for a little while now, continuously working as a tag team, and they have done very well for themselves. They have done mm -hmm. superb. I love what they've been doing. RK Bro, again, another one of those teams that was just thrown together, but it's Randy frickin' Orton. He can make <laughs> anything work. You could give Randy Orton a hand puppet and say, make this work. And he would make it work. Like that's how good Randy Orton is. I'm sure Riddle could make that work too, because that guy, he, he totally reminds me of that pot smoking surfer from California. Long haired like, oh, acid head, dope smoking hippie. Yeah. Like, Hey dude, like what's going on, man. Give that dude a puppet. I bet you that shit would turn funny. It, it probably would. It probably <laughs> would turn our truth funny. Right. Our truth. I love our truth too. Right. Um, but yeah, this matchup was actually pretty, pretty good. And I mean, how could it not be when you've got the street profits in there? They're really coming into their own. They're really doing very well for themselves. And then you've got Randy Orton who can yeah. carry absolutely anybody and make things absolutely fantastic and phenomenal, which is, he does continuously. Like, yeah, he's guy's got talent. Just ooze. He could stand there and make it look good. Like the guy's got talent oozing out of his body. And I'm glad that Riddle is absorbing as much information as he can to to become a better wrestler from Randy. Like it's just you can see the leaps and bounds in Riddle. Right. Yeah, you, I you definitely the guy when can. He came in. I couldn't stand him. Me either. Because he was screwing everything up. And now that he's with Randy, it's like a complete 180. The guy is not only hitting spots now, he's not yep. forgetting his lines. You know what I mean? Like, he's just become that much better since Randy kind of went, come here, buddy. Let, I see something in you. 
I can see you're going to be a good wrestler. You just need a little refinement. Like, come here. And who like, better to learn from than Randy Orton? God, I would. Right? Again, for, take my money. Teach me. For all the talent that is out there right now that is still working in this business, yeah. to learn from a Randy Orton. Who's learned from and, the likes of Triple H, Ric Flair, you know. To learn dad. from Randy Orton and get paid to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Even freaking better. Yes. The longest match on the card pitted a Hall of Famer against a bona fide future Hall of Famer. And if you don't believe so, fight me. We're talking 20 minutes, a singles matchup, Edge taking on The Miz. <laughs> yeah, buddy. 20 minutes of pure glory for me because I, I was an edgehead. I was definitely an edgehead. Um, but at the same token, <laughs> plug-o. <laughs> <laughs> I will teach you my ways. I definitely will. As I continue to do. I'm an open book for my friends. Yes. When The Miz came in, people absolutely disliked The Miz. Rightfully so. He was messing things up. Oh, he was, yeah. he was, you know, his promo stuff when he was doing the diva search and, and all it like it was crap. It was absolute shit. Oh, yeah. It wasn't such good shit like Vincent Kennedy McMahon would yeah. say. It was absolute shit. But he took the time. He focused. He learned. He did what he had to do. And in my eyes, a bona fide 100% Hall of Famer. This matchup, uh, I don't know if you saw any of the fallout or any of the uh, the ending of this. Um. <laughs> Joe coming in saying Pluggo is my hornswoggle. Speaking of hornswoggle, uh, yes. here is my new autographed 8x10 from Swoggle from ProWrestlingCrate.com. No, I do not have a promo code to give you guys yet, but maybe, maybe, hopefully soon if I tag them enough, ProWrestlingCrate.com will give me a promo code for you guys which you can see some of those episodes over on my YouTube channel, Turnbuckle Ooh. Studios. Yeah, cheap little plug for myself there. Uh, but yeah, that, horns, that that Swoggle autograph, I absolutely love it. It's fantastic. But I mean, The Miz really yeah. came into himself. He really did what he needed to do, got things done, and has become absolutely great. And not only just within the WWE, but has gone and done movies. He's done Dancing with the Stars. You know, he's done all of these other different yeah. things to help elevate not only himself, but to help elevate the professional wrestling business and the conglomerate WWE. So yeah. kudos yes. to him. When he when he first came into WWE, I thought he was just a comedy act. I literally thought he was doing it on purpose, just right to to get some like ratings and stuff. Right? I didn't realize that the dude really screwed up until yeah. <laughs> later yeah. on, and I was like, "Oh, dude, that was 
hey, I fell for. I thought he was just joking around. But I got to put this comment up. So. Yes, it's so true. Right there. Right there, yeah, people. The I know those so on underrated. audio can't see this. The Miz is so underrated. Dude. Coming from Pluggo and Pluggo, yes, I 100% yes. agree with he that. Is. I've said that from the very beginning. I had a uh, a Miz t-shirt. My my ex-wife, she liked the Miz too. She even had the um the, the shirt that said, Hi, my name is the Miz on it. Uh like and there was something on the back. I can't remember what was on the back, but I'm like awesome. she she was a Miz fan too. She she even had one of the the uh the the zipper up uh uh hoodie sweaters for the Miz. Oh god. And she she wasn't a huge uh pro wrestling fan. Her dad grew no. up uh her she grew up with her dad watching pro wrestling. We got involved together. I was a pro wrestling fan. Her dad and I hit it off. We, it was great. And she just kind of watched along with me as I was there. And she gravitated towards the Miz. He was so a good wrestler. This as well. Plug was saying and undervalued. Yes, I, I yes. definitely agree that he is undervalued as well. Um, yeah, I got to put this one up here too. From Mighty Joe. Mighty Joe saying Miz probably the most efficient worker in the WWE stayed healthy and able for a long time. He did. It's very true. Like how many titles did he hold there back to back to back to back? Like there was a while he didn't go without oh, yeah. having a title around his waist. Right. Whether it was tag team, whether it was, uh, you know, intercontinental, whether it was world championships, like he, he held championships. I think he did have the U S title money in the bank. Uh, like like, the guy has done it all in this business within the WWE. Yes. (laughs) Like didn't edge say at one point that the Miz actually had and held more, not more titles, but like he has more accolades to his name. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you when you got a Hall of Famer like Edge that wasn't around when you were making it big, really, because the Edge and him never really fought, really. Right. Saying that, listen, y- you have way more than I've got. I don't know why you should be in the Hall of Fame. And right? he'll get this there. whole storyline that came through, you're right. Like, that's exactly what it was. Edge saying, you've done more. You have more accolades to your name. And yeah. you're going in against me, a Hall of Famer. So, yeah, let's just do this. Yeah. Right? Like, like pretty much just boosting his, his ego, boosting his confidence and saying, um, pretty much saying, you're always bitching, complaining, moaning, yeah. crying. Yeah. Why? You have done more than I have. You have yeah. no reason to be doing what you're doing and saying what you're saying. Yeah, it's just let's fast forward to the end of this matchup here. Please. Uh, we have got a little bit of a distraction attempt from Maris, the Miz's wife, Maris, um, trying to distract Edge. And then all of a sudden we see a little point happen. And up at the very top of the ramp, we have got Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, the Glamazon, and Hall of Famer. she Hall of Famer as well. And she comes down to the ring. You see Maris 
She gets, she, you know, she starts taking off. Maurice is running around the ring. Maurice runs up the ramp and uh, Beth Phoenix just follows her all the way up. And then we go, we get the pin and Edge defeated The Miz, which has nicely set things up because now we're going to, to be getting at some point. I'm not sure exactly when, but I'm sure because I haven't seen Monday Night Raw. But I know that there was an interaction between these four uh, characters, these four performers, these four workers, these four wrestlers. There was interaction between them, and we are pretty much going to be getting uh, the It couple versus the Hall of Fame couple at some point, which I'm excited for, to be honest. Uh, Again, the, the, The Miz fantastic maurice is somebody that people you know they're kind of uh iffy about they're unsure um maurice did did some good stuff back in in her time as well i will give her that oh yeah same with beth phoenix i mean bonafide 100 she is a wwe hall of famer fantastic stuff coming from uh from beth phoenix as well yeah. so it'll be very interesting to see how this <sighs> progresses further and I really want to see this matchup. What about you? What do you think about yeah. the, that type of a matchup? I, yeah, I would pay to see that pay-per-view. Them two, those four, actually, sorry, going, oh my goodness, dude, that would be epic. Because like you said, Maurice, she can work. Yep. She just chooses not to because it's just not her thing anymore. Right. But she can work. And then, well, geez, that's not even, we don't even have to mention Beth Phoenix because we've all witnessed her amazingly great Hall of Fame career. Oh, yeah. And let's not even talk about the two gentlemen in the ring because we just as far as I'm concerned, they're both, (laughs) they're both, Edge is already in the Hall of Fame. Miz is on his way to the Hall of Fame. I don't care what anybody says. Like you said, I'll fight you tooth and nail about that one. Like it's me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's done enough in his career. He is a Hall of Famer, period. Just when he gets in is when he gets in. That's right. But this is, yeah, they're setting this up perfectly. Again, just the storytelling, the way things are going, it's being set up just just right. Yeah, I think it's being set up very nicely as well. I'm uh, I'm I'm very happy with the way that they're going about things here. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that I'm really happy about. Oh, do tell. But I'm not happy about it at the same time. Uh-oh. So we talked about the different match times, and uh, the Edge and Miz matchup was 20 minutes. It was the longest match of the night. The second longest was the Usos and the New Day with 17 minutes and 5 seconds. This next matchup wasn't far behind. This next matchup, they have it billed at 17-minute time. We had a singles matchup for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch taking on Liv Morgan. Dude, I (laughs) am a fan. I'm a Liv Morgan fan. Okay. You are. I definitely am a Liv Morgan fan. Um, She lost. She lost. When is it going to be her time? 
This is what I'm wondering. When when is it finally going to be Liv Morgan's time? I want it to be now. Yes. I'm tired of seeing Charlotte holding oh a championship. God. I'm tired of seeing um, Becky holding a championship. Sasha, you know, Bailey. Ba- I know Bailey's been out for a little bit, and I love Bailey. Don't get me wrong, I do. But those four horsewomen of the professional wrestling world, um, I'm tired of seeing them with championships. I'm very happy to see Mandy Rose down in NXT holding the NXT Women's Championship. Absolutely adore that. And I think that this would have been a really good opportunity for Liv Morgan to get this championship as well. Now I do understand the storytelling that has been going on with this because we did have in, in the other matchup between the two of them, Becky Lynch cheated by holding the rope to win the matchup. This matchup here, I think it was a little bit of a botch, but I think we were actually supposed to see Becky Lynch put her foot up on the rope to get that pin again inch too far away to keep things going a little bit further and yes she was too far away so in this one here she attempted to cheat but won it clean the attempt (laughs) that doesn't damage though it's the attempt still works though like for me it does because you could tell she was trying to cheat yeah okay the positioning was a little off whatever it still works still keeps the storyline going because it was very blatant that she was trying to cheat. Like she made yeah. it very obvious. She did. So it works. It works. It definitely does. Darnell, thank you so much for coming in. How you doing? Good to see you in here. Yes. We're talking <laughs> a little bit show. of WWE's uh, day one pay-per-view. Uh, we've gone through pretty much the entire card and we're now getting to um, kind of the final matchup for the night. Yep. But again, I mean, really, I think that this definitely should should have been uh, Liv Morgan's time for this. I would absolutely love for this type of a situation to happen. I would love to see... Really, like you tell me now, going through all of that, yeah. Do you do you really like? Am I wrong again? I'm do I'm doing the writing. I'm doing the booking here. Yeah, for dude. The you WWE. might as well just throw your resume in at WWE for for uh, uh, the the head writer because, dude, you couldn't have written a better story for that to end at WrestleMania like that, right? You couldn't have. <laughs> I don't know how you could have done that. Dude, you've got to write these things down in a book, literally. And like I said, send your resume in to WWE head writer. Get it done. Just get it done. I, I think I should as well. Uh, Mighty Joe coming in here and saying only one women's match on this show, huh? Damn. Yeah, again. And, right? Again. Again. At least they only... gave them more than two minutes. Right? I was very happy that they actually gave them 17 minutes for that yes um i don't know what do you guys think on 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 
my little take there of how how they really should go about this. I would I would absolutely love to hear what yes. you guys think on that as well. So leave it in there, and uh, if I can, we will get back to that. We're gonna move on now to the yes. final matchup. Okay, the one of the <laughs> evening, the shortest, shortest matchup time on the card. We had a fatal five-way matchup for the WWE Championship. I will preface this by saying that we were supposed to have an eighth matchup in here with Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship. Unfortunately, Roman Reigns uh, had to go sick. Um, there was a, there was a COVID sick. scare, so he went sick. Um, I know that sounds pretty ridiculous. That's so funny. He just went sick. <laughs> he just he just went sick. He was yeah, like, I'm just gonna go sick today. <laughs> I'm supposed to be facing who? I'm going sick. <laughs> Calling sick. <laughs> I got a cold. <laughs> no, but legitimately, he did. He did uh, uh, catch something, and uh, out of precautions, especially because of the le leukemia and stuff like that, that you know he has dealt with for pretty much his entire life. Yeah. Definitely like that's 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 the, the, the best decision. So he was actually supposed to be facing Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Okay. 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 So now instead, I don't know what whoa, Stuart what was that? What was that was that was me talking about the that that matchup between I just saw that. That was a few minutes ago. That was me talking about that matchup that happened between uh, you know, oh, with Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan, Morgan, definitely like a hundred percent. I wrote it out for them. I wrote it out. They just need it, to contact again. me and I will give them the rights to that for a fee. I definitely will. <laughs> you ain't doing it for free. Nope. <laughs> so this matchup, five competitors inside this matchup, the champion biggie taking on Seth Rollins, which originally this matchup was only supposed to be biggie versus Seth Rollins. And then Kevin Owens interjects himself. Okay. And Bobby is good. Lashley interjects himself. Bobby. Okay. And Bobby with MVP, uh, of course. Of course. And then Brock Lesnar is added into this matchup. So now Big E, the WWE champion, has four other competitors that he needs to go up against to retain his championship. They give this matchup eight minutes and 25 seconds to have Brock Lesnar come out as the champion by pinfall. I'm not upset that Brock Lesnar won. I'm upset that this matchup didn't go for a good 20 minutes. That's yeah. what I'm upset about. Yeah. I'm mad. No, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm a little upset that my boy Big E lost his title. Okay. Little upset, just because I love the guy. He he he. From day one, he's I've been a fan. He's caught mm -hmm. my attention. He's really cool, awesome. But am I mad that the 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 okay? We'll go. The new Brock Lesnar won the title. No, because I'm viewing this new Brock Lesnar as being user friendly. Okay, let me explain. He's more about the fans. 
He's more interactive with the fans. He's more happy to be there performing for the fans. He doesn't seem like he's there just to make money and get out. Right? He seems to me like he really wants to be there to perform for us. He just yeah. seems happy. He seems <laughs> he like does. he seems like the kid that won the lottery and goes, "Oh, what toy can I buy? Oh, I want that toy." And gets the toy that he's always wanted since he was little, 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 little. <laughs> right? You he know, bought himself he... a good old weenie whistle. There you go. Like, <laughs> the dude is happy. And it's good because it's not Brock Lesnar, the beast incarnate. It's Brock Lesnar, the happy farmer from Saskatchewan, Ontario, or Saskatchewan, Canada. You know, like, he just seems happy. Right, I love it. I'm enjoying this new Brock Lesnar, Carl. I am. I am getting on the ship, on the boat, the the hay wagon. I am a Brock Lesnar man, I, and you've all heard it here. I am behind Brock Lesnar, the guy that hated Brock Lesnar. I'm on Brock Lesnar now. This is the best thing going since sliced bread and Betty White. And anybody else that wants to hop on to the MS Lesnar, come on aboard. Right? <laughs> come on aboard. Please. Mighty Joe saying some dude popped in onto the screen for a few seconds. I didn't, I didn't see anything. I didn't I see that. Um, I'm sorry if that happened. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a glitch with Streamyard that we're having. I'm not sure. Um, I might have to take a look back at uh, at the episode and see if I can. I'm just gonna make in a timestamp here of that. Yeah. So, you have to check back okay. and see what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely take a look and check back on that. But yeah, I mean that that could just be a streamyard issue. I'm not sure. I apologize. I apologize if uh, yeah. uh you know I don't know. And I can't I don't touch know. <laughs> that thing, so it's not me. Right? You have, have no control. It's all <laughs> yeah. it's all this guy over here. Yeah, it is. I've it's all me. It's all but no, me. Brock Lesnar. But yeah, MS MS Lesnar. Like definitely get on that ship and enjoy this cruise while we can. Because who knows? Something might trigger him and he might go back to the Beast Incarnate and just be, I'm here for the money and then leave. Well, from I hope what it doesn't I've, happen. What I've seen, because again, I have not seen Monday Night Raw as of yet, but Neither from what I. I was seeing online, I did see that Brock Lesnar, okay, I'm going to say it just for Mighty Joe, Bork Laser, Brock Lesnar was inside of the ring with Paul Heyman. And from what I understand, they were kind of beacon off a little bit about Roman Reigns. So what's going on? Very, 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 very interesting there to see if um, maybe we're going to get a situation of the two champions going against each other. At some point, <laughs> mighty Joe, pork laser, pew pew. Uh, long standing inside joke between mighty Joe and myself. And I absolutely I don't love doubt it. it. That's I, funny though. I come back to that every opportunity I can. Oh, good old pork laser. <clears throat> I'm happy with Brock right now. I'm yeah. so happy with, with him and what he's been doing. It's It's absolutely fantastic. I'm happy about it. I'm again. I'm right there behind Cher and Brock Lesnar now. I'm I'm the number one fan. You know what else I'm happy about? What's that, buddy? 
I am happy about Manscaped. Manscaped.com, fantastic product. I don't have it's in it's in my bathroom right now. I, I'm not going to go and get it because of that. But I have their performance package. I have got the uh, uh, the crop preserver, the ball reviver. I have got the um, lawnmower 4.0. The product is absolutely fantastic, and I want all of you to hear about it as well. So. We're gonna we're gonna look at this, and I, I can definitely tell you it's a whole new balls game. Ew, gross! Did you know that eighty five percent of partners prefer a pair that are fresh and well groomed? Luckily for me and you guys, now I was introduced to Manscaped. It's a whole new balls game. Oh, let me show you something new. Lawn Mower Four Look at that state of the art craftsmanship. Now the Lawn Mower Four trimmer features ceramic blades with skin safe technology. It really is skin safe technology, like really sweet it's waterproof and cordless so you can take it in the shower big power button right there man that's still quiet one thing that is very important keep a clean shop when it comes to grooming men actually are starting to care manscape made it happen the performance package 4.0 from manscape where you get all that and some freebies to keep it all organized you ever try plucking a nose hair oh pain i prefer the weed whacker and that's what it's designed for it's powerful waterproof it includes skin safe technology probably should be doing this at the dinner table where my wife doesn't want me to be you've also got goodies for after you shave crop preserver deodorant this stuff smells so good people are like mm, what's that smell that smells good it smells manly there's the crop reviver ball toner which i can only describe as like a breath mint for down under whoa quick spray boys you don't even need to shower all right that's that's a little too much you get all of this plus two free gifts the shed travel bag and the manscape anti-chafing boxer brief holy crap manscape is trusted by over two million men worldwide this is actually a whole new ball game shop now at manscape.com your balls will thank you And as it said there at the very end, your balls will thank you. Mine have. Mine have. Mine have definitely thanked me. And we want to thank all of you for being such loyal listeners, such loyal watchers of this, and just for being loyal to the Love Wrestling brand. And we want to give you a discount yes mighty joe asking sorry did you say ball reviver lol <laughs> yes ball reviver that stuff smells fantastic as well as it leaves you feeling so nice and fresh down there it is unbelievable you get you hop out of the shower you use your your lawnmower 4.0 you grab a shower you hop out of the shower you take the crop preserver and you massage your nuts and make them just so, so nice and smooth. And they smell fantastic. The ladies are going to love that. Every time you go and use the bathroom, you're going to pull your shorts down and go, mm, that smells so good. It is fantastic. And if you're feeling like you've gone the entire day and you're losing that sense a little bit, that's where the ball reviver comes in. Just like they said in that commercial, that little breath mint, it's what it is. You give a spritz down there and it freshens that back up again and makes you feel so good. Almost a cooling effect to it makes you feel fantastic. And when paired with that anti-chafing underwear that comes with it, that anti-chafing boxer briefs, 
fantastic. I love that that pair of underwear, and I may even order some more. And when I do order some more, I'm going to make sure that I'm using the promo code Love Wrestling because I'm going to save myself 20% off my entire purchase. Okay. 20% off the entire purchase. Plus, they're going to give you free shipping. I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong. Visit manscaped.com. Use the promo code Love Wrestling. Get that 20% off plus the free shipping. Your balls are going to thank you. Mighty Joe, hearing you talk about it had me sold. I'll definitely get some when I get a chance. You definitely should. Uh, 100% you should. Um, I, I A couple of uh, streams ago, I did a little thing where if you could show me proof if you could prove to me by sending me a screenshot to my social medias at TV Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, if you can send me a screenshot that you used the promo code Love Wrestling at manscaped.com, that I would take a shot of Jagermeister. I think in two weeks' time, I'm going to do the same thing. So I'm going to give everybody two weeks. Go and get your orders in at manscaped.com. Use that promo code Love Wrestling and send me proof that you have used that promo code. And for everyone that does, I will take a shot throughout the stream of Jägermeister. How does that sound? Wow. You are going to get wrecked. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. That is definitely what I'm hoping for. Two weeks time, people. Two weeks time. Here we go. So now, again, at the very beginning of this program, we said that uh, there really wasn't going to be very much for um, huge content. We were going to go through day one, which we've just done. Uh, we're going to end things off on this broadcast tonight with something that if you if you missed the mighty Joe awards, which I suggest go back and watch that. Oh, but yes. If you missed the mighty Joe awards at the end of 2020, you missed this as well. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and we're, we're going to say our goodbyes right now. We're going to get all of this out of the way. We're going to plug our socials and then we are going to end the show with this little tribute that I have here. And then we're just going to be gone. So, Bubba Duke, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me at uh, the Boar's Nest uh, with Bubba Duke on Facebook, uh, Twitch, and it's Bubba Duke one eight eight at uh, what is that? The Twitch? No, the Twitter. Twitter. I always get them mixed up. Twitter. Um, and on Facebook again, it's the Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Uh, I talk about anything. I've done a recent show with um, a couple of guys from Love Wrestling, actually. And we just sat around and talked wrestling, talked our favorite wrestlers, and different things that come up throughout our day. That's all we do. And Joe, we, we're, Joe says, very humbled to have these awards named after me. We're very honored to be yes. able to have 
uh, the opportunity to really uh, present awards at the end of the year in honor of you and everything that you have contributed to the podcasting game over these years, to even getting yours truly, Carl Carafel, into the podcasting game. For myself, Carl Carafel, you can find me at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I do run as well Turnbuckle Studios over on YouTube. So if you want, go and check that out as well. We do need to give a couple of quick shout-outs as well to some other sponsors of this program, Turnbuckle Talk. We're talking Phoenix over at fnxfit.com. While over there, use promo code TBTALKPOD, and you're going to get yourself 15% off your entire purchase, as long as it is not a reoccurring monthly subscription that you're picking up. You want to pick up absolutely anything from Phoenix for uh, supplements, workout supplements, workout gear. They got shorts. They got shirts. They got amazing stuff over there. I absolutely love the super greens that they have over there. The dragon fruit flavored ones. Fantastic. Uh, go and check out Phoenix, fnxfit.com. Use promo code TBTALKPOD for 15% off. And I'm very proud to say that we are here at Turnbuckle Talk, the very first sponsored podcast from Collar and Elbow Brand. I absolutely love them. Again, I have my Al Snow autographed photo over there with Collar and Elbow branding on it. Um, I love that man. He's done so much for the professional wrestling business and now has given us uh, streetwear for the professional wrestling fan. Uh, there is new stuff that has dropped over there as well. Go and check that out. Some more Roman Runzel uh, merchandise has dropped over there. And this one here isn't specifically just about Roman, but this one here I think everybody can uh, can really get behind and like. So go and check out collarandelbowbrand.com. While there, use promo code JKPODCAST. You're going to get yourself 10% off your entire purchase, whether it's brand new or clearanced merchandise. And we can't forget about Love Wrestling. Love Wrestling is such an amazing platform, and I am so very honored that for an entire year that Love Wrestling has been in existence, we have been part of that here with Turnbuckle Talk. Turnbuckle Rewinds as well is another program over there that I am part of. So much great stuff that happens over there. Check out lovewrestling.ca. All the socials are available up at the top. You can find them up there. And there is so much great programming over there from uh, video podcasts to audio podcasts to interviews with Spencer Love. Just some great stuff. Go and check out lovewrestling.ca. So for Bubba Duke and myself, Carl Carafel, thank you so much for coming by to another edition of Turnbuckle Talk. And we are going to leave everyone with this and say thank you to those that we have lost in 2021.